Welcome back to the Becoming Shameless Podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Wallace. I'm your host, Josiah Blaine. This is our guest. Chew. And you can't see her on camera, but shout out Courtney. <laughs> Today, we will be discussing relationship versus religion. And as we know, this is a big controversy in the, our community because, I, as we know, a lot of people do not know how to distinguish the difference. And this is no judgment, open conversation. So what, what do y'all think is the difference between relationship versus religion? I can name, uh, there's, I feel like there's a bunch of different aspects. I can name one thing is when it comes to like the things that we're not supposed to do in religion, it's almost like you're just not supposed to do it or you will be rebuked and you will be re um, condemned and mm -hmm. you will be sent to hell. But when you have a relationship, it's, it's like fall, it's like falling in love, like when you're in love with someone, you don't cheat. You, you don't, don't want to cheat. You don't yeah. want to because you don't want to hurt no, them. Like so that's yeah. So it's kind of like the same thing. Like I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I'm gonna sin, obviously, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't want to just like constantly do it because it hurts me mm -hmm. to hurt God. Because in reality, we are hurting Him when we do it, um, and it hurts me to almost abuse the grace and abuse like the death on the cross. And I feel like that's the difference. Like really falling in love, feeling like you have to like obey what God's telling you in the Bible versus like just wanting to do it off your own strength because mm -hmm. you are in love. That's crazy because, yeah. go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> 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 that's, no, that's, that's beautiful. I feel like that's something that uh, the church has kind of misconstrued. Big C church, not individual, but you know, some people in the body of the church have really misconstrued that concept. And like I said before, uh, we kind of become a Holy Ghost juniors and mm -hmm. try to regulate. Ooh, like I like that. Like mm -hmm. trying to regulate what people should and what people shouldn't do. Like it should be this way. It should be this way. When, when you have a relationship with God, you know you're convicted about a lot of stuff on your own. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of like that's beautiful times too, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so because it's kind of like people sort of realize like the difference between conviction. And condemnation and your job mm -hmm. isn't to convict anyway mm -hmm. or to condemn mm -hmm. right let the holy spirit do that itself mm -hmm. because we're all individuals we have different personalities the lord the same way the lord is our father some people have introverted kids some people have extroverted sometimes you treat your kids or you tell them or approach them in a different fashion than you would another child mm -hmm. and then also it says about like the whole thing right jesus is our savior he died across our sins he's never going to sin right i think people realize is they look at, yes, God sets guidelines and it's like rules, whatever. But like how she was bringing up, you know what I'm saying, when you're in a relationship, you wouldn't want to do certain things. Jesus said, if you love me, you would keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times there's a lack of love for Jesus. Because you might, people love, know Jesus as their, their savior, but not their Lord. And they're not really, they don't, they might, and I don't, this might convict you, I'm not convicting you. But like you may not love him like you should. Mm -hmm. Because if you love somebody, you will respect their boundaries and their wishes. And in doing so, I think a lot of times followers of Christ or even Christians, you know what I'm saying? Well, real ones or fake ones, whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem starts with you're seeking God's hand and not his heart. And his hand is a byproduct of his heart. So a lot of people go to church because they want their lives to get easier. They want all that stuff. And God, this, this God's a great God. He will provide. He'll, everything was for good. You're good. And he can give you all these things. But you're not. His hand is a byproduct of his love. But you're seeking the, the, you're looking at it as a transactional view. I go to church, I do this. 
getting a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a bad way to look at. It. I think when you're in a love relationship, the more you love with somebody, the more they might just take you on a date. They might just fool you. They might mm. do all these things. So that's why I think the difference is, and that you're seeking his hand and not his heart. I'm I'm glad you said that because I just had heard uh, this passage from Revelations. This is Jesus speaking. It's scary. Um, it 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 is definitely is scary. Um, just to touch on your point though about people um, not being in love with with Jesus and you know kind of getting to that point where they I'm just let the the the, uh, the text speak. So this is Revelations two chapter two. This is Jesus speaking right here. He said, "I know all the things you do. I have seen." Oh, let me say this is Jesus speaking to uh, the church in Ephesus, and so um, this is a church community in a in a certain region of of. Uh, the world back then and so he says i know all the things you do i've seen your hard work and your patient endurance i know you don't tolerate evil people you have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not you have discovered they are liars you have patiently suffered for me without quitting and he says but i have this complaint against you you don't love me or each other as you did at first look how far you have fallen turn back to me and do the works you did at first if you don't repent I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But this is in your favor. You hate the evil deeds of Nicol Nicolaitans just as I do. Anyone who hear, anyone with ears to hear this must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give you fruit from the tree of life and the paradise of God. And so God is basically saying to this church, he's like, yo, like I, I see all the good things you guys are doing. You guys are... You know what I'm saying? Declaring false prophets, you know, point people out. You know what I'm saying? You're judging within your body of the church, which is what we're called to do. In our church community, we're supposed to uh, keep each other accountable, right? And so that's what they're doing. And at the same time, he's like, dude, you guys don't love me like like, like you guys used to. You guys have, have turned away from me because you got so caught up with doing, you know, trying to keep each other accountable, all that stuff like that. You don't love each other anymore and you don't love me anymore so he's like i'm a i'm gonna I'm disown you you keep keep up his word and at the last passage he says this after every single passage to a church anyone with ears must hear anyone with ears must hear must listen to the spirit to understand what he is saying and that's kind of what i we said earlier about personal conviction and, and having your own relationship with god and having to hear from the holy spirit yourself before anything else and that's just so that was just to your point of, of mm -hmm. people and it's crazy because when you think about it like we talked about it with the uh, episode with Chuck which uh, I don't know if y'all seen yet but or, we, we put it out but, <laughs> but, but like chasing being right versus righteousness yeah. right mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times people are chasing being right like you gotta do this that's why there's a lot of perfectionism in, in the uh, uh, in the church mm -hmm. everybody wants to chase perfection there's a lot of professionalism in and how you go about certain stuff where you're not even seeking God's heart because you're chasing being right mm -hmm. and you're trying to correct everything because it's supposed to look a certain way in your eyes rather than just being in relationship with God and communing with him because if you knew that certain things work for others that might not work for you but either way everything goes back to the glory of God and I think a lot of times in chasing being right you're just no you're no better than the Pharisees mm -hmm. the Pharisees you know it's crazy let me, let me teach y'all something right? so basically the Pharisees which rebuked Jesus, mm -hmm. where the religious scholars, y'all have done all this studying the Bible. Oh, not the Bible, but what do you want to call it? Because like, I, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the Bible. The Torah. The Torah. 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 Y'all mm -hmm. did all the studying the Torah and stuff by then. 
that sh- but you're so into your religion and trying to be chasing being right mm-hmm. you just denied the actual savior and messiah because you're chasing being right over actually living righteously mm-hmm. and i think that's why a lot of times even the church we do, we're so focused on reading the verses doing all this don't do this oh you got you got you got sad too huh you mm-hmm. do this this and this that you're not even chasing righteousness and you're, you're no better than the pharisees in the same way the pharisees i mean I'm let that let it sink in. You know what I'm saying? The Pharisees, you know, their faith probably was. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, don't chase. And it kind of goes, you know, saying like the. It's like, not people will come to me and everybody's gonna be like, Lord, Lord, and He will deny you mm-hmm. for you know what I'm saying. We do us of iniquity and stuff like that. I don't want to paraphrase it, so God forgive me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But like you know what I'm saying, like not everybody who's like says that they did works in God's name will enter the kingdom because you didn't love them. You did that because you're chasing love. being right. Yeah. yeah, it lacks love. Even like when when they tell like Bible stories, mm-hmm. like. like the way they speak about god almost the tone is like angry like Mm -hmm. an angry like like they make it seem as if god i have it's almost almost like they they make it seem that god is on the throne with his hand crossed like this like Mm -hmm. with a bat like in his hand like ready to condemn anybody Mm -hmm. and but that is so wrong even like what i can only say from my experiences Mm -hmm. in my christian school in my church is that verse, um, the verse, sorry, Lord, but mm-hmm. the one that says there's rejoicing in the in the presence of the angels, mm-hmm. the way they make it seem is like the angels are rejoicing, mm-hmm. which takes away all the, like, how beautiful that verse really is. There's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. God has come off his throne. When you come home, yeah. God comes off his throne. He starts dancing, mm-hmm. and he starts um rejoicing and the angels are like holy holy like what's going on like i don't even know and god's like another one's come home like but they make it seem as if god's just standing there and all the angels are rejoicing when Mm -hmm. you come home but it's really like that's that's where we go back to it lacks love like it lacks love in the tone it lacks love in how they teach everything just lacks love it's just condemnation and like you said like chasing being right but in a relationship it just feels different like i've i've resided in both and i can Mm -hmm. honestly say that like when you have a relationship with God, like you love more, mm-hmm. that you have more empathy and the capacity is so much bigger. Yes. Like, that like, grace too. That grace, the yes. forgiveness, you just love more. The way you teach people, like you have more patience. Yes. It's not like no, like you know, you know how when we were younger and mm-hmm. we used to do the the math problems. Yes. And our parents would the be multiplication like, tables. Oh, the math, no, the the stories, the ones like if John. Oh my goodness! And every time, every time your your parents used to repeat the question, you can tell in their tone like, Johnny. like they will beat my butt. They're gonna oh beat my, my butt. It, it almost feels like that's how the like the church condemns you, mm-hmm. like. No, like they're impatient because they lack the love. They lack the relationship. They have everything else. They mm-hmm. know the word probably from Genesis 1 to the last verse of Revelation. Mm-hmm. They know everything. They know what to do, just like the Pharisees. But they lack love. And because they lack love and they're so worried about other people, except like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. except for themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like... It, it doesn't even come off right. It almost pushes people away from God. And I feel yeah. like religion is the devil's way of perverting, like oh, why yes. Jesus died on the cross for yeah, us. religion. Mm-hmm. That's there, that's there's uh, two things. One, I was one of those big people. You might you might have a, a different viewpoint on me, but I was one of those big people who would not be patient with people. Like yeah, it is I it is so it is so easy to get to a point where you're like, why aren't you where I am? Right. Like why. 
why you it's not that hard exactly. you can't see this like, it's, yeah. like you can't understand like why aren't you at, at the point that I am and it's, it would be so crazy just imagine Jesus doing that when when he was walking on earth to his disciples he's like he's like exactly yeah. you guys yes. have you guys have read the Torah you guys you know what I'm saying you guys are supposed to know scripture why aren't you why aren't you like me like mm-hmm. I know all the scripture you know like why aren't you gonna be like come like let's you have to be way have people read the Bible like come on like Jesus was Jesus was just loving loving patient. and patient and there was like, only one instance he was angry exactly He's talking about in the in the, the church. Yeah, when, when yeah. he puts, when he puts I mean, Jesus, I mean, I mean, Jesus. I know. I'm not saying he wasn't loving. He was loving, right? uh-huh. but but he also like he did also correct too. Like, exactly. Big tree, you're not producing fruit. I curse yeah. you. Never go. Yeah. He corrected. It depends on who he was correcting, though. But in in that in that way, he was correcting a, a body of believers who were yeah. in his community, which were like I said, mm-hmm. were called to to keep each other accountable. So he's like, if you're if you're in my community. And you're claimed to be a follower of me, and you're not producing fruit, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a course. I'm a curse you because it's like, dude, you're supposed to be living out your walk. And at the same time, we look at uh, the lady called in adultery, and he has compassion on her. She never, she never confessed to be a yeah. follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? She was, she was somebody who was in sin. She was a sinner. She was still in the world, and he comes to her with compassion and showing grace and love to her. And from that. Then she converts her life to following exactly. to following Jesus, and so that's how we need to approach people way more. Is first of all, if somebody doesn't claim to be a believer, don't sit there and and, and start shooting uh, heresies and, and Bible verses at them because they're not going to be able to understand. Understand those who are spiritual can't understand things of the spirit. Exactly. Anyway, exactly. It's, it's going to be like it's going to be like. So we got to be way more loving with them and way more kind and patient right. with them and stuff. Scaring them away, like. Like that that Bible story you just told mm-hmm. with the woman um, with the adultery and mm-hmm. the I feel like the Pharisees were just like angry at her and instilled fear in her. Mm-hmm. This instilled the spirit of fear. When you when you're scared of something, you're not about to go towards it like exactly. whatsoever. And so if I tell you, well, you going to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared. You know what? Like <laughs> exactly. jump scared. Like I'm really scared right now. I'm not even finna go that direction because I don't even want to. I don't even want to partake because you just scared me right. but if you if someone would have came to me and told me like jesus loves you mm-hmm. and on your darkest nights like he's with you he then i would have been like oh like i would have started uh-huh. crying and my heart would have <laughs> yeah. like softened up but it's just like the hardening of the, like it's almost like you're hardening like yeah people's hearts like towards the, it's situation. the hardening of the heart because god speaks about hardening certain people's hearts mm-hmm. and he can like soften your heart and i think that's the Sorry, that is a perfectly that's God. Yeah. That's a perfect way you explain it, the hardening of someone's heart. And I think people have to realize, like, one, as a Christian, if you're a leader or if you call somebody a trip and fall, ooh, that's your that's your butt. Because you know, God don't like that. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm gonna speak of just an African proverb and I'm gonna relate to the church, right? Mm-hmm. He who is not embraced by the village will burn it down to feel its warmth. You have a lot of people who are church hurt. And they rebuke and condemn God. And you'll sit there and be like, you blasphemer, you this. But you rebuke them. Instead of welcoming them and teaching them love, you rebuke them. You cause that same person to rebuke God. And though that this part, they're actually, you played a part in that. Because your hatred and your dismissal of them and you not trying to show them love caused them to rebuke the creator. And you played a part in them falling aside on the wrong path mm-hmm. of the road. And I don't think a lot of just want to hold that, the hold us accountable for that. Because they're not acting out of love. They're acting out of being right and not righteousness. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Mm-hmm. That's facts. And um, 
I don't know, I just feel like, how do I, how do I put this into words? Take your time now, yeah, I'm taking my time. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think about it. Y'all start. Y'all say it's something. I um, first I'm gonna say there are there are a lot of uh, church leaders and churches out there who are who are Pharisees and Sadducees, like yeah. modern day Pharisees and Sadducees. And yeah. so, um, when we think of just the issues of 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 this time. Kind of how people are like uh, not very understanding of, of people who are um, LGBTQ plus or mm-hmm. who are uh, abortion rights stuff like that like certain topics that are are, are prevalent in the in these times and um, one thing I, I learned of course from the podcast uh, that I've listened to the basement is we have to put the humans back in the topic that we're, we're talking about. And I feel like that is a, the big difference between uh, religion and relationship. When you talk about religion, religiously, um, people are like, we have to get all the LGBTQIA plus people out of the church. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we can't let this political figure uh, pass abortion. Like, we can't let certain stuff happen and um if if jesus was in 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 rome right during the time he was in and he was like um i can't let uh these pharisees and and sadducees keep pushing their agenda um, because it has to be my way then he completely dismisses his whole purpose of being there because he 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 came there to save everybody Mm -hmm. but if he were to deny a certain group of people then that's kind of that's kind of pointless for him coming here in the first place and so um putting people back into the topics that that we talk about so much and i love i love that that podcast so much that i just had to i had to say it. so i had to say it again i had i love that that certain episode of the podcast because it really is like we have to um start humanizing topics way more right mm-hmm. and he gave an example of it's different uh, when you say i i'm against abortion i'm speaking to a pastor right now mm-hmm. who's like abortion is bad da, 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 da. anybody who got an abortion is not welcome in my church that's well, crazy well, well i'm saying there are pastors out there who be doing no, that no they are i'm saying you said you said you was the only one right no no no, no, no. Oh, okay i was uh, saying that's crazy bro i'm saying i'm speaking to whoever might hear oh you're speaking to them okay exactly and who is a pastor who's like that or somebody in the church who is like that and now you have to first of all i'm not even gonna go there but no, you you have to you have to first uh, ask yourself if this was maybe my daughter or or my niece my grandchild and now they have to they have found themselves in a in a place where they have a baby out of wedlock and they don't want to keep the baby right you're a pastor of a church how would you look how would it look like if the the, the daughter of, of the pastor is having a baby of course you're like oh out of, out of wedlock yeah. of course you're like oh snap yeah. we you, we might need a we might need a fetus fetus deletus exactly so it can it are you gonna say tell your daughter she gotta she gotta lead a church like are you gonna disown your daughter now you can either you the right, right and it's exactly. kind of crazy in that situation it's kind of like what do i do do i go about it but oh 
we go back to the ego and the being right in the ego. Exactly. Because like, the leaders defeat us because I want to keep uphold my image mm -hmm. or I do the righteous thing because even in the situation, just put God at the forefront and just go about it and maneuver this way. Exactly. So, so where is it coming from? It, it that's that's a big a big thing that I just I I'm baffled by how and I even I even myself kind of left people out of a lot of topics, especially when I was younger and um, among the the lines of like uh, suicidal ideation, right? Mm. To a point where I was like, I didn't like I didn't fully grasp. Like I was like, why do people want to commit suicide? Like it's I don't understand. And then it got to a point in my life where I'm like, I get it. I'm like I I'm, I'm I'm I wanna you know what I'm saying commit suicide right now and I'm starting to idolize it and then you know having attempts and, and certain stuff like that and getting to that point where now I'm attempting to take my own life mm -hmm. it's to a point where I'm like dude I have complete grace and understanding now about what it is mm -hmm. that that they were feeling that and, emotion yeah. and how easy it is to to be in that cycle of just like. Dude, I, I I see no other way out, mm -hmm. and the devil will really keep you there and, and oppress you mm -hmm. in that point. And so, yeah, it's like correction yeah. without a relationship is like condemnation. Yeah, I think a lot of times we, we complain about humanity, but then we don't focus on the human. And I think a lot of times with love comes on the thing. The same way mm -hmm. how when you meet a friend, the reason why your relationship is so strong because you can come to an understanding or vulnerable y'all share. Well, people are so, especially the church, we're so big on you're wrong, and the Bible says this. But you're not even trying to understand why that person or what that person experienced to get mm -hmm. to that point. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, you said if you know if you know God, you serve God. He can use all their problems for the good and His glory. Because you know what I'm saying. Moses killed a man. You know what I'm saying. Then you had mm -hmm. David. You know he he slept with a married woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. And then was, had her husband too. Mm -hmm. Then had him off. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. I set that boy up back door. Like, what's up? Mm -hmm. And but it's like crazy. And it's like. You know what I'm saying? You could all be used, but it's like the problem is we're so focused on being right and doing things in the right way that you're going to push people away because nobody wants to feel that someone's looking down on them. No one likes being looked down upon. And though that we might be Christians, we aren't on the throne. So I was just going to say that. Yeah. We are not on that throne whatsoever. There's nobody on this earth that's on that throne, which means that now we have to view ourselves as one like we are god's people so yeah. from the murderers to the thieves to the people that are lying or right. just like or just per, like gluttony like grace is sufficient for it all right. so if you if you got you were able to repent and get grace for lying yesterday right. well if ted bundy fell on his knees and asked for forgiveness he would get the same type of grace exactly. and there's no there's nothing that separates you two we're all fallen some people now listen here a lot of a lot of y'all up in the church be doing all that walk y'all trying to shun these young girls and call them fast and all that mm -hmm. stuff girl i seen what you did at free nigga i seen on the vhs <laughs> <laughs> i seen what you was on you know what i'm saying y'all did all this stuff some of y'all got some of y'all single mothers y'all sitting here condemning these people mm -hmm. because you're just because you got through it don't give you the right to look back and then shame somebody else while they're in the same process you were in because just because you got to the other side of the finish line Y'all got the same destination. It's not your place. Unless you're going to help them, don't condemn them. Do not correct them without relationship. Because at the same time, you're going to make them hate you or resent you. And they're disliking them. They're going to make you hate and resent God. That's it's, exactly. And that's what y'all do. Y'all make them resent God. Because the thing is about, like, right, Christians, followers of Christ, 
we're supposed to embody what it's like to, to, to embody God's love and what it's like to be loved by God. But if you're a bad representation, do you realize, and you have this all the time, you may be the only Christian a person ever meets. You might be the only interpretation they have of what God is and his love is like. And you took the time to, to hurt that person and to rebuke them. And it's like, righteous judgment is a good thing, but I was trying to pass my mic about this. And it's like, it's like a sword, right? Judgment, right? You could use it to cut to refine jewelry, mm -hmm. or you could use it to cut and pierce somebody. Y'all take y'all take y'all swords. Y'all use y'all swords to cut people. You, how are you using your sword? It's a sword, it's a powerful weapon, but how are you using it? You're not trying to refine. You're cutting, you're piercing, and you're making people rebuke God because you're being a bad example. Tighten up. I, I love you, but tighten up. I think that comes when we talk about doing your own work, and um, I feel like that comes from people using that sword and they're like, okay, you don't want to do your work? I'll do the work mm -hmm. for you. And I'll start jabbing and trying to figure out where it is exactly. that, I, that I think you need work in. Mm -hmm. And so now you're just creating open wounds and you're just starting to... Right now, I, I've done that. Bro, it, it, it gets to Sorry. a point where... And then on the subject of um, people condemning people and, and um, making a, a spectacle of of, like you said with Ted Bundy right and so if, if somebody were to uh, directly first of all Ted Bundy is, is that, that was a crazy man crazy. but if he were if he were to uh, fall on his knees and repent the Lord is, is going to accept him now not to say that that any of the stuff that he did was was right, right, right. Or at all but yeah. it is very hard to put a spotlight on somebody who I think it is bad, right? And then I now make a big poster saying this person is bad, right? And so now I have, I made a billboard, right? I put a billboard on I-95 saying this person is bad, mm -hmm. right? And now uh, say that person changed the life around, there's a billboard still up there. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> um, oh, my fault, my fault. The yeah. other day, the other day, I actually got really convicted because mm -hmm. I work at Bar Louis. Mm -hmm. It's on. No, it's on. I'm trying to make sure I look good. Oh, okay. So I know what y'all know about the restaurant industry, but I mean, mm -hmm. people be people be doing some wild drugs. So we got this cup. Wait, did I say the name of the of the restaurant? Yeah. I said the okay. So I'm not even gonna say too too much after that. She, we, they don't know we live. There's this. There's this. Uh -huh. he, he do. He do a lot. Yeah. A lot. And in the I restaurant. Don't, in the restaurant, in the bathroom, and it's called. How do you know about this? He sure worked there too. No, bro, we're there. Yeah, that's, that's where we met. met. Oh, I yeah. thought. They done said that already. Oh, I, I thought. Yeah. I never mind. My fault. My fault. Yeah. 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 After work. <laughs> I thought. I thought she was meeting her at work. No, okay, that makes okay, sense. Okay. Yeah, but um, no. So I, I know we be looking. Well, we used to look at him like, cause he just be acting like it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we just used to look at him like, okay, like just. I got convicted real bad, bad, bad. So I came in to a shift once and he was preaching the word of God. And mm -hmm. he was really like standing strong on it, like standing strong. And I'm mm -hmm. like, in my head, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And now I'm on mm -hmm. my way back from work. Now this is where I, this is where I'm now trying to actually stop smoking weed. Mm -hmm. And, but like I said, I was smoking it to numb feelings. So mm -hmm. once the feeling stuck, plus it was almost a routine my body got into. Afterwards, smoke, go to bed. Mm -hmm. So yeah. now I'm trying to I'm trying to skip that, and I'm feeling all these emotions. I just like there were like three days I'm driving back from work like crying out. Mm -hmm. But 
there so this is one of the days i failed i did fail. this is one of the days i told y'all that i like hit it and then it was nasty so i yeah. threw it out so i'm rolling up and i just start bawling yeah. like but i'm not bawling because i'm rolling up i'm bawling because i had the nerve to judge this man mm -hmm. for the same exact problem mm -hmm. that i'm trying to fight the humility and I was like, ooh, girl, from, from this time, from that day on, mm -hmm. like, I walk in, like, hey, like, how are you? Yeah, like, yeah. really kind to him, even if he is up in there, like, messed up. Like, yeah. I don't care because he has he has the same heart, like, and he's going through the same things, and I had the nerve mm -hmm. to be judging him. I think I, I even mentioned it to yeah. her that when I got the realization, I was like, and then even, like, there was a conversation brought up about him, like, maybe two days later. And I was yeah. like, I'm not partaking yeah. in this That's conversation. Not place, it's yeah. not my place. And then everyone was like, and the conversation stopped after mm -hmm. that. It, it, it takes a certain level of humility and, and humbleness, which can come going back to having a relationship with the Lord mm -hmm. to be able to say, I got my own dirt to work on. I can, you really cannot say nothing to nobody mm -hmm. when you haven't Make worked it. out your own, your own soul salvation. And so right. it is, that was, that's beautiful. And I, I've done that so many times on the topic of, uh, Bro, what? of my relationship. Mm -hmm. um, just being so condemning and so uh, not understanding mm -hmm. and then getting to a point where I'm like, I, I need some grace or I want some grace mm -hmm. now and it's like you didn't show them no grace you didn't show you, right. yeah, so it was actually somebody was like um, we were like people always we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt but then we're quick to condemn somebody else mm -hmm. so when it's yourself you want to understand like man, like she listen mm -hmm. I'm sorry I did this because it is it is but then when it's you it's like now nah, you did that you're, mm -hmm. you're a terrible person yeah but as we as no one's good but God I think when we if we all keep that in mind I think people think when they become Christians that they're good inherently good we're all sinners, we all fall short of the glory of God, and only God's good. I think when you realize that, I'm not saying you're bad, but we're all we're all sinners. So then I think when you think you're good, you build that entitlement. You feel like that, that, that you can look down. And I think when you remind yourself that you are a sinner, that will keep you at a humble state where you're not even judging. Because if you, you see me, I don't talk to work great. I turn my, number, I just turn up my nose at people. I ain't going to lie to like, people. Y'all lame. But then it's like, you start catching yourself seeing like, oh, I'm doing the very thing. I said, Josiah would I told Josiah I wouldn't do mm -hmm. that. That whole I would never do this and all that other stuff. Never say never. Justin Bieber taught me that. Never, <laughs> never say never. Mm -hmm. Boy, well, you learn real quick. I did so many times. I'm like, bro, I never talked to a girl who did this. Woo -woo. Mm -hmm. Boy, then I'm face. I'm just looking at her just like, well, we're here. If I ain't gonna tell nobody, cause I'm ashamed. Cause, mm -hmm. cause I, I said I would never do this, and now I'm doing it. You can't. And I think that's the problem. Like the the lack of understanding empathy for others even now i feel like it's important to those who aren't followers of christ i think we're so quick to just condemn them do you ever ask why they don't believe mm -hmm. or why and i'm right i mean it could be a double-edged thing because also sometimes you're fighting against their spirit so i remember mm -hmm. i asked two people i was on your side about this recently mm -hmm. one person actually was able to articulate it and the other one was like i'm so righteous i'm i'm this this and this and i'm like what's wrong with you trying to understand why you feel how you feel even if i don't agree with you and i might think the wrong even if i want even if i want to prove you wrong why would i not want to understand where you're coming from that's the empathy of it. But I think a lot of Christians, they lack actual empathy and try to desire to understand. Because how can you try to help somebody soften their heart without knowing them? Right. Mm -hmm. You're going to hell. Like, like, like bro, what? Excuse me? Now you got like, a bunch of like, little Nas exes in them. And they sure to tell you this is what y'all did to them. Y'all rebuked them. Mm -hmm. And now this man out here with, with devil shoes mm -hmm. got all these young kids rebuking God. 
Oh, because he who does, does not embrace by the village will burn it down to village warmth. And people are happy when Christians are upset. Or that's why you see nowadays on social media, people are so quick to like disrespect God and Christians because they love the fact we're in an uproar about it and we're upset. But because you rejected them, they want to burn the, the village down. Yeah. Religion literally pushes people on the devil arms because we're in a fallen world. So one thing mm -hmm. about it, the devil always got open arms. What he does after is always the crazy part. Yeah. But, you know, like he will always welcome you with uh, open arms. So when I'm rebuked here, a lot of people, when as human beings, we want confirmation we want like to be accepted so mm -hmm. if i'm not being accepted here and validation if i'm not being accepted here in the church we'll go i'm gonna co come here because i'm getting accepted here mm -hmm. now we never know like one thing about the devil he gonna give and he gonna take but mm -hmm. he gonna take more than he gave it's a price it's always a price it's always with, with a purchase and it's crazy because like man that's just sad like dang so i didn't hit me that edge i'm really sad because it's like people really go around here and i want to make my loves i want y'all to realize acceptance is not equivalent to love and i think everybody's looking for acceptance and that's why sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll read the bible or they'll say certain stuff and it's like the bible won't allow their lifestyle so they'll rebuke the bible and it's like you'd be like how could god love me if he says this is wrong correction is love in a healthy manner not acceptance and i think the people are always going to try to chase that acceptance and that validation but i what i encourage you to do is try to understand why it's wrong right so like say like and i'm gonna say this if i get canceled oh well mm -hmm. but say with like the lgbtq stuff right everybody's like why is this wrong i rebuke it but do you ever look to read why the bible says wrong and also i'm not respecting the right either promiscuity in general is wrong in god's eyes mm -hmm. try to understand why though because you're sinning against your body and the spirit that's that's the reason but everybody's trying to chase acceptance and i think that's probably our generation we're chasing acceptance and validation to where we're just altering everything to appease us and that's why there's a lack of discipline in the world such a place of ruin because there's just no actual order it's all about me feeling accepted and my feelings feeling good you gotta read uh for anybody who's at that point where uh they want to kind of single because i feel like that's a big topic that people single out is the lgbtq mm -hmm. stuff you gotta go read leviticus 18 mm -hmm. and out of all those verses it's only one verse that talks about homosexuality. There's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff. Every single, and it's all about sexual, sexual sin. Exactly. And so there's 17 other verses that talk about sexual sin. Only one of them is talking. What about would you say? So I don't give a. They're real sisters, but God doesn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you rebuke the LGBTQ, but you have a sex outside. You can't. Exactly. And that's what comes back to humility. Is like all other than blasphemy, all sins are equal in the eyes of God. Stop openly rebuking and trying to condemn so you can feel better okay. about your sin. Because I was talking to somebody that's like murder lying, right? In the eyes, in the carnal mind, murder's way worse. But let's probably get to the root of it. Maybe God looks at it as the same because at the end of the day, it's an issue with your heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I could lie to you for the same reason I kill you. Mm -hmm. It could be rooted in my ego, heart my heart posture. Mm -hmm. So you gotta stop trying to use your carnal mind and, and to the judge righteously. You can't think carnally to judge off the Bible. Mm -hmm. You have to think biblically and then you can't like if you're in agreement with one thing you're in agreement with all you can't be anti-cbq and then have sexual girls every week mm -hmm. and you see that with a lot of men they be like man i'm gonna do this da, da, da. and but then you'll 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 talk track about a gay person when the eyes of god it says the sexual immoral none of that will enter the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. so you're saying they're going to hell bad news buddy mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's not me condemning you but it's like real stuff like don't point the finger because when you point the finger Three point back. Yeah, literally. 
Like I, that's and I think that's the problem. I think with the Christian with the church where the problem about the relationship with religion is you have a whole bunch of unpure Christians, right? Telling somebody, condemning somebody when they're not even living according to the word. Mm-hmm. And you see it, I have a lot of young parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Parents. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all are saved and sanctified only within the walls of the church. Not, I'm not even gonna say on Sunday, but only y'all only saved and sanctified within the walls of the church. But then you go home, you cussing your kids out, you doing this, you might be bringing women in and out the house, you're exposing mm-hmm. your children to certain stuff. And then you have the nerve to condemn, and then you want the child. Then you'll grow up and be like, "Why is my child? Why is he not? Why is he love God? Why is he away from the church?" You didn't even embody God in your own house. The only time you wanted to act right was in within the walls of a building. Right. And so, so, and not just because you really care about that, it's so you don't look bad. You, you, you really was just saying you was in church saying, "Oh yes, yeah, Stacy, yeah, God bless you." Mm-hmm. And then you get home and you talking trash about Stacy on the phone. Living, you were double agent. And that's that's one of the biggest problems: religion versus relationship. You have how you are as a follower of Christ. We're not perfect. We're gonna sin, but you can't turn. It's not an on and off switch. It's something you have to really, really live by. You can't do that on and off stuff because people can, the same way how they say you will, they will know them by you will know them by their fruits. Who said that people who aren't followers of Christ won't know you by your fruits either? Mm-hmm. Well, all they'll all know you by your fruits. You can't be saying I'm saved and sanctified, and then you out here doing all this stuff. You killing, selling drugs. And doing all that stuff and having sex all the time, you can't have it both ways. That verse was meant for people who are non-believers looking at mm-hmm. at, at believers, mm-hmm. and I feel like we have kind of uh, use not say we. I mean, the church has kind of used that to uh, really kind of try to pick out who they think are, are believers mm-hmm. and who aren't believers, and so it gets to a point where now I'm so worried about trying to pick fruit. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, trying to work on my, my own tree. Mm-hmm. And so then you, you're you in a, a community where you're like, it's a bar. You're like, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying, I don't think they're a real believer. I don't think they're a real believer. And then, like you said, you don't know anybody else's story. You know what it is, bro? It's like a prison mindset, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all watch 60 Days In, but let me, let me break it down to you. <laughs> but now, real stuff, it's kind of like you go to jail, everybody's trying to figure out who's a snitch. Because mm-hmm. they're all living wrong, but they want to know okay, who's a snitch so they can feel better about themselves? Like, oh, I was a real one over here. He's like, a rat. I had the sex with the kids. Yeah, like, exactly. who did this? So you feel more righteous in your, in your own wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you were different. You stole. Mm-hmm. But they did something that was, you know, they might have did some pedophilic stuff, and mm-hmm. you're trying to look down on them, and it's like, y'all are all in the same jail. Mm-hmm. Y'all all broke the law. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're all prisoners, but you're trying to make yourself feel better about what you've done versus what they've done, and you're all in the same place. Serving. And it's crazy because um, sister's already messed up. But who says what if that person that you're trying to judge the snitch gets out before you? Mm. I went to this um this youth this youth uh, night one time. Who's up for that? At, uh, my fault. I forgot the mic. I went to uh, <laughs> so I went to uh, this this youth <laughs> this youth group one night, and there was this girl who was uh, very open with. She was very honest with us. She was like, "Yeah, you know, I like women and stuff like that." So okay, she was like, uh, "How do I navigate?" Uh, coming to church and you know hearing um, the pastors talk to me and you know stuff like that and condemn me and everything like that and to the point that we started with just just feeling getting in, into that relationship with Jesus and like just walking with him and him walking with you and then the love and compassion that you feel I almost started crying when 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 that girl was was talking about that because it was like bro like 
she she started crying and you know she was like really distraught and dismayed like how much she loved God like she really she really loved God and at the same time she was wrestling with this this tension that flesh that flesh of, of like I, I I I'm attracted to women and so she's like I, I love God and I want to be around you know this youth group and like I'm being condemned because I love I, I I am attracted to women and so uh, it's I, I didn't get the chance to tell her, but uh, just on that point of having a relationship with God and kind of stuff just kind of falling away mm-hmm. once you get in, into that relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, like you told us before the podcast, how you said the Lord told you to pray mm-hmm. until you forget about praying. It's like it's like once you just focus your eyes on, on, on what you what's in front of you, which should be your Bible mm-hmm. and when you walk into the mirror you can see yourself and then once you just start working on that and and then a lot of stuff just kind of just falls away at gradually and so so how what how would you guys answer the question like how do i start a relationship versus religion because i feel like religion is more logical like Mm -hmm. it makes more worldly sense whereas relationship like it you need a lot of faith and you need to believe a lot more. So if someone were to come to me and be like, okay, well, how do I start a relationship? Well, I feel like in the beginning was the word, where was with God, the word was God, right? Mm-hmm. And so getting in your word, I realized the closer, the more you read your Bible, the better your life starts to feel. It becomes, it becomes easier, things become more digestible because it says, those, like I said, those who aren't spiritual won't attention to the spirit. The more you seek God, the more things, your eyes, and your heart will be softened, your eyes will be open. And that relationship with God will build because seek the kingdom first and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So if you're in head first diving and trying to get to know God, he will reward you. He'll give you everything that will sustain you, that everything that you will need. And that's the biggest thing. I, I'm real. It's like it's not a good, this is just me being honest. I think a lot of the problem is, bro, people don't read in general. Mm-hmm. People don't like to read. Yeah. And so people will be like, I tried a relationship with God. And you'll ask them, have you read the Bible? No. I went to church. And it's like at that point, it's not. I think you're probably chasing more communion than God because mm-hmm. if you really want to be with, if you want to know, people always be like, "How do I understand what God says about this?" Or uh, "How can I hear His voice?" Open that book up. He tells you what it is. But people don't want to read it. I think something like to do with I guess do with laziness. People don't want to read. People don't like reading in general. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I can encourage anybody to do is read the Bible, and it will just come naturally and gradually. Because if you seek Him. He will give you, he will soften your heart and he'll, he'll draw you near to him. And for those that who don't like to read, the Bible app got the little Siri for free. Like, it has you, play it, you can yeah, play yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you can no, you can literally oh, you play the audio, yeah, 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 the yeah. audio like I said Siri, but you can <laughs> literally play it and then just read along. It's easier to get into it that yeah. way, honestly. Um, spending like reading the words, <laughs> spending time with God is super important because you don't just marry someone in the world without going on dates with them so it's like you just have to every day gets easier like the first day might be like okay i don't really feel your presence but you Mm -hmm. keep trying and you keep spending time with him god's not gonna come into the door could be wide open but he's not gonna come into a house where you don't invite him so he's a gentleman yeah he's a gentleman Mm -hmm. like you literally just have to spend more time with him go on dates with him dates can like mean like going out by yourself or it can literally mean being in your room being listening car, like you know just, just listening to worship like putting on that audio on the bible like it it's not 
as easy to jump into a relationship as as it is with religion because in yeah. religion you can just be like okay like this all makes sense it's Let like me go checking to church. off a box it's checking off mm-hmm. a box whereas when you have a relationship it is going to be harder when you go through waters when you go through attacks you don't have a physical being to be in front of you like yeah like you're going to be okay like you just have to have your faith and have faith in the one thing that never changes and yeah, it's like all of that is really important. Yeah, you like, that no, I'm glad, I'm glad that you asked that question because I'm a like newly saved Christian. Yeah. And lately, I've just been feeling shameful. Like I can't understand God. I can't like, um, I don't feel close to Him. But you answering that question is just like I just need to read the Bible. Like mm-hmm. I just need to, in order yeah. to build that relationship, I just need to open mm-hmm. my book and read. Yeah, I think. It's not as intimidating as it looks as right. well. Like, and I think I think one coming from our, how long you how long have you been like just read, reading your word. Oh, I I went to a Christian school, so we okay, had five so class. Yeah, yeah that's what I was able to right. yeah. And so I I feel like it's easier for at least us three, and at least for people in general, to say just read your word. And blah, blah, blah. But I remember a time where I was like. Yeah, I don't want like, to. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, and it, and it wasn't like when somebody would tell me, just read your word, I wasn't, I didn't go home. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I would kind of stare at my Bible and be like, eh, I'll pick it up, maybe read yeah. like a couple verses, and I'm like, ah, nah. Yeah. And so what, for me, at least what really kind of helped was kind of understanding a lot more about what, what I am reading. Like this is, like mm. you said, read the Bible, but these are, many books written by many different people um, about their experiences, experiences with God. And yeah. so um, what I wish if I had an abundance of finances, there's this um, set where each book is separated individually. Mm. And so you're able to just read I've it. And it's it makes like, it easier to read. It, it yeah. makes it way easier instead of, because this is kind of daunting. As somebody it's a big, this is a lot of pages. This, this, this is a whole lot of pages. And so, but once I was able to understand that, um, I feel like Psalms was a really good place mm-hmm. to start and just book. learning that this is like the life of somebody who actually lived mm-hmm. and who actually had experiences. Like this isn't a, this isn't a, a storybook, this is a history it's book. Real, yeah. And so uh, somebody actually lived through these times and, you know, had this kind of struggle and tension with God where it's like, God, like, why are you, why is this happening in my life? Why is this happening? And then coming to the end of like, but I have peace in knowing that you are God and stuff like that. And just realizing like, dude, like these are, these are cool stories in here. Like mm-hmm. hearing like when you talk about David sleeping with somebody else, like this is, this is juicy it's stuff. Like, right, I was like, some tea. Exactly. <laughs> like, like this is it's crazy stuff. And I'm yeah. not going to lie, in the Old Testament, it's a whole lot of people whole, just killing. Yeah. People yeah. dying and yeah. murking different people mm-hmm. and you don't really understand. But once you just. just Shows the grace too, God. Too. Just a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Read, read a verse. Right, I've been yeah, like, there's this patience has just been rolling in my head. Like, just patience. You just have to take your time. Right, mm-hmm. this Bible, it's called Every Day with Jesus. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like literally separate. Like, it's, it separates a passage from Genesis, Psalms, Proverbs, Matthew into one little study, mm-hmm. and then it has a box where it like kind of describes, like, in 
it's like like in more of a language that we would understand mm-hmm. like Adjustable. what's going on it was the background and then it gives you a question and i just feel like just like sometimes when you have like opportunities to like you have that in front of you mm-hmm. you just have to be consistent just like y'all consistent with going to the gym mm-hmm. just like y'all consistent with going to work and making mm-hmm. money and mm-hmm. all that hustle and grind stuff it's just that like y'all, y'all, y'all is consistent going to the club every weekend yeah yeah but like real stuff like it, it could start with small like me like i start like the bible app just the verse of the day. Yeah. It can start with one verse and then you can yeah. slowly like, you know, let me read five verses a day. Yeah, and then you go to that book. whole chapter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like, also, but I'll, to answer that question too, is like, emphasis on community, right? How do you build a community, right? Well, here, I'll, I'll express what the dangers are, right? A lot of times with religion versus relationship, you're seeking salvation through people and not God. That's why people who get church hurt, they're lots of their church hurt because they sought salvation in and God through another person rather than mm-hmm. directly going to God and trying to understand. So when someone hurts your feelings, now you're abused. That's the danger of it. But when you you are who you hang with, you know what I'm saying, iron sharpens iron. If you're around people who are like-minded, they not only will hold you accountable and judge righteously, they'll keep you on your walk, but it also will encourage you and make you desire to actually get in your word. So if you're like, if you have a young adult Bible study, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a young adult Bible study, you know what I'm saying? You know, but if you have a young adult Bible study, you're with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow a relationship, and it's only natural that you'll now want to even grow your relationship. The same way how if you have a gym buddy, now you're accountable for going to the gym, but also it might make you want to actually get in shape. And because right. you see how how well their relationship is at the gym and how in shape they are, now you're inspired. It's, it's sometimes a beautiful thing to be around somebody who just has that love for God and just mm-hmm. it has that urge and desire to just seek his heart. And they'll make you, you know what, I want to be like that too. I want the same joy that God gives them. Right. Not saying an envious way, but you're inspired by like I, right. I want that same. That's experience. how I feel about too. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, let me. Oh, for the people coming from someone that's been church hurt, like for the people that are church hurt, let me tell y'all some. When you get food poisoning from a restaurant, and so you toe up, and your stomach, your stomach be toe <laughs> up, and you're just sick for days. You don't go back to that restaurant, yeah. but you don't like not stop eating food, do you? You might have to go somewhere else too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you just have to remember, like, you can't remember that. You thought about that? Yeah, I did. It's hard. Well, that's when I said it. Yeah, you said that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, you said that. Exactly. Yeah. But saying like the church thing, like, just because, like, like she said, like, you might, this whole time, like, you might get food poisoning from eating some Alfredo from Alfredo order at, like, in one place, but then it's like, you don't just stop eating Alfredo in general. You might go to a different restaurant and order the same meal. Mm-hmm. The same way one church doesn't fit you, you just you don't like that church. I mean, you give up God. You don't yeah. give up the meal. Mm-hmm. You just go to a different church and try yeah. to get and see if that because they might have something that you really love. Mm-hmm. They might make it way better with a better chef. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Also, heard. like at the end of the day, like I know it's hard. Like I know it's hard to go back to church in general. Like even if you go to another church, like there's fear in you. But you just have to remember, like it's not about you. Like you go to church to to glorify one person like it doesn't matter what's going on around you yeah um it's just really important to remember that like your life is not about you even though it's your life i know a lot of people be like main character energy i'm one of those people i just be joking though like main character energy like this Mm -hmm. is my world my life but it's not we're all side characters you are a character in a plan and Mm -hmm. it's like your life is really not about you so Putting, putting God above your feelings and yourself is really important. And it helps you make better decisions. Well, not better decisions, but it, it takes away, like, fear away from you, basically. That's crazy you said that. I was just thinking about that earlier today before I came here. And um, I feel like one of the big things is 
we kind of get that culture shock as we grow older mm-hmm. and as we start to realize like our morality clock is, is starting to really kind of wind down right. and it gets to a point where we're like okay like you know all my life i've made this about me and i was the main character and mm-hmm. now it gets to a point where you know my story's about to end mm-hmm. so you know it, you, eventually you're gonna get to that point where it's like um this is not about me no more mm-hmm. and so whether you do that now or later it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and so i feel like the benefit of doing it now is you get to meet people like Courtney over here who's a new believer and you're able to pour out a lot more energy to them and make them want to learn God a lot mm-hmm. more because they're like dang I, you ever met somebody from from the south and they got that southern accent like, mm-hmm. hey, baby. it just make you want to be like oh, right. I live here exactly that's what exactly. I'm exactly. Like. be like can I live with yeah. you for the rest of my life it's yeah. like, exactly so you know when you become that for other people it's like way more inviting mm-hmm. and way more accepting so and now you got people that. now with right. us and there Christian. will be a get that Christian hospitality. I feel like day by day, my eyes are starting to open. Mm-hmm. That God is putting me in this position to like, you know, yeah. get closer with Him. Like, but a year ago, I would not be right here. Mm-hmm. I would be in my bed soaking. Which is crazy because I'm one of your like one of your like first like real like close friends right. like this too. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful um, thing. Everything always no things coincidence. Everything always happens to the glory mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other day someone was basically trying to condemn me for, um, for because they were like, well, you know, like, you're starting to, because I'm starting to have anxiety, but it was mm-hmm. because of the weed, like, I have yeah. other things going on, but they were like, yeah, like, the people you hang around, like, mm-hmm. your anxiety transfers, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's very, like, worldly for you to say, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, a real la- leader with, like, a rock is like a foundation of a rock is not going to fall in a, in a room with people that mm-hmm. don't know themselves. They're going to help them grow. And I told them that. And then she was like, well, the person that tried to condemn me was like, well, you just carry too many people on your back. You think you got or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, I don't think I'm God. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just doing what God tells me to do. And right. I stay I stay at places where God tells me to stay. I'm mm-hmm. obedient. But you're being a hater. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I didn't get mad at her. I gave her grace because she, she don't know she like she bad. has the, it's the spirit behind her like we mm-hmm. don't battle against flesh and blood mm-hmm. like spirit so yeah so i was just like you know like i corrected her with love mm-hmm. and then i just let it go but it's just things like people are just gonna think that you think that you're righteous and you mm-hmm. think that you're better than them it's because it's, it's their own the spirits like yeah. the spirits in africa like even with the girls from about i was like ask that question oh i'm so righteous i'm, I'm contradicting i'm contradicting and it's mm-hmm. like you don't even understand the love the love of god within me I'm only asking you this question because I want to understand how you feel. Because logically, it don't make sense to me. But even though it don't make sense to me, I'm still asking, right? And she just couldn't process that. Like, why would you ask if you if you don't agree with something or lying? It's like because like she only want to understand. And I, I think a point that needs to be hit to a relationship versus religion is: Can you be upset with God? You can, mm-hmm. right? God, even when you're upset, you have to understand everything. It's God's plan tonight. You have to trust in God. But you see, all this time, there's times in the Bible where Job was upset. Because he was like, I ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you done killed my kids. You done did this, this, this. That's all Psalms is. I know. I might know. You can be friends. You got to trust God. You can be friends because God's got a relationship. The same way I can get irritated with Josiah, I can get irritated with God. Not the same way he leave God. But like, I can still like have those emotions. God gave us emotions. You can be upset. You're allowed. You can, you're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to express your hurt like God. 
why would you let this happen? And yeah. da, da, da. you can have those conversations with him. You don't have to just shut up and sit down yeah. and just, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people in the church, they'll be like, don't question God. God's not yeah. petty. But God, God's not petty. He, God is God's relationship. You can ask God questions. And the thing is, people realize you can really intercede on us behalf. God will listen to your request. You know what I'm saying? Because he's yeah. a God of relationship. So you can literally be like, God, if I do this, can I do this? And he sometimes, well, if it, if it works with his plan that helps to glorify him, he will allow it. Mm-hmm. You see Moses speak on behalf of the Israelites after they sin, like God. Because God wanted to punish them. He's like, God, please give him grace. And he did. God got You could speak to him. You could ask him questions. You have to, you can be upset. Mm-hmm. You Just can say whatever. You can say whatever. As long as you trust him and you know everything's for his purpose. But he's a God relationship. He's not going to, oh, you said this to me. Oh, smite. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? He can be a God of wrath, but he's a God that's understanding. He's yeah. a father. Yeah. Um, I remember I, I was praying to God once. It was like in the beginning of my journey because I mean I got saved a year ago. I always mm-hmm. had the foundation, but it was my choice, free yeah. will. Um, I was praying to Him and I was like, honestly, Lord, like I have trust issues in this world, and it's definitely transferring with our relationship. So I was able to admit to Him like I don't really trust you right now because of where I'm at in life. Oh, not not my voice getting shaky because I'm sorry, I'm not about to cry. But um, he showed me. He ended up instilling that trust. He showed me things because obviously, like trust is the like the like trust is like you. Most of the time, it grows because you can't see something. Like you can't feel something, even though feelings aren't like real. Still, um, he like was kept showing me like things like where I can visibly see that he was with me and. Even like I seen this one lady on on YouTube and she admitted she had to she had to admit to God like your love right now is not enough like mm. basically praying for her um, kingdom man or whoever God has she was like I'm at a point right now where your love is not enough and God obviously didn't give her a man but he ended up instilling like more like love like just showing her like who he is and like it could be things as little as like just a bible verse telling you like i love you so much like you know what i mean or you don't like do not fear like i'm right behind you or even like i had a dream i had a dream once and um i was just like in the middle of the road crying because that's part that's a part of my testimony i was in the middle of like atlanta like running from somebody basically and he showed me that in that time like he was literally like sitting right there next to me on the curb of in the hood like like just like like we were both just sitting there like this like and he had his arms around yeah no i get it no i know i understand but yeah so it's just like God wants honesty. Like he doesn't want you to put on a facade. He wants you come he wants as you, you are. As you are. Like don't put on a facade. Don't act like you're righteous and like you don't feel these feelings because you need to confess it with your mouth. At the end of the day, God already knows you're feeling like that. At the end of the day, God already knows you're having trouble trusting him or that his love's not enough. But you saying it out loud is now confessing to it and now he can act on it because like I said, God's a gentleman, so he's not gonna intrude your thoughts. But once you're ready, once you're ready to talk about it, he's like, okay, well, I got something for you. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I definitely have that conversation. Yeah. And one thing I feel like it kind of misconstrued is the, the trust issue, mm-hmm. right? And so we um, are so used to our worldly experience of having to mm-hmm. get empirical, trust is empirical data, right? Mm-hmm. And so we 
are able to gather the data from, uh, like with me and Nick, I'm able to gather data from our history together to say that I can trust him, mm -hmm. right? And so you can't tangibly grab data from, you know, from God, mm -hmm. like actively, like unless you're able, unless you're at a point where you can go back and, you know, look at all the stuff that he's done for mm -hmm. you. And, you know, people be like, then can you woke up this morning? And mm -hmm. some people at first, they're like, I just woke up this morning. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think it was God. And mm -hmm. so, um, but God asks us to have faith in him and not to trust him. Faith is, faith is just, is, is, you don't have to have data mm -hmm. to, to have faith in somebody, mm -hmm. right? And so that's where it kind of, the first step is, is just having faith in him. And then through that, mm -hmm. then he'll show you like he did. It's just mm -hmm. ways where he's like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm right. here. I'm here. And now you can able, now you can trust him. Wow, and you so, just brought back but like with my deliverance yesterday, like I think he did tell me like just have faith, like, yeah. just just trust and have faith. Yeah. Listen to my gospel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's 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 beautiful. And talking about God being a gentleman, there's so many instances he where he's just like, and we're in hindsight we realize a, whole, a lot more stuff that happened. And so mm -hmm. um, it's it's just mind blowing mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of times. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and to have the self-awareness that you have to say that uh, I don't really trust you right now yeah. and that's a really big uh, that's real that's a real big key that I feel like is definitely going to help uh, a lot of your journey with God mm -hmm. and right. a lot of people need to have that self-awareness you just want honesty exactly and that's right. what happens in the garden in Genesis mm -hmm. like he wants he, he created us to be naked mm -hmm. and we were supposed to not know Right, we were just supposed to be human right. beings. We were just supposed to mm -hmm. be, and so um, when it comes to a point where now we know that you know we're naked and stuff like that, and now we feel like you we gotta cover up, up and try mm -hmm. to get, try to cover up, and God's like, yo, I want you like I had them in the garden mm -hmm. in the beginning. Just, mm -hmm. just be, mm -hmm. just be. And he's so intentional, bro. Cause think about it, bro. They was naked, right? Mm -hmm. What is naked? The biggest. What What is the symbolism behind being naked? You are vulnerable. Exactly. That yeah. vulnerability, that honesty. Yeah. So when you're naked, you're, you're vulnerable. And think about even with us, us right now. I want to look good. I want to present myself a certain way before I go to God. Or even with people in our lives, you're trying to clothe yourself. You're not trying to be vulnerable. That's mm -hmm. why being naked is such a beautiful thing. Even when it comes to intimacy, when you're intimate, you're naked. You're at your most vulnerable. You're sharing. So I think that's the uh, the the beauty in it. Cause God's a gentleman, and because you know what I'm saying, once they did all that stuff, you know what I'm saying. He still ashamed. was, yeah, they were ashamed. Like, once you, you know what I'm saying, they were ashamed because they went back on what they weren't supposed to do. But God still, you know what I'm saying, provided them a place to reside. He didn't just kill them. He also seeked them out. Like, yeah. they did exactly what they weren't supposed to do. Man. They carried shame. They were separated. Mm -hmm. But God still came out. And the way I read the, this part in Genesis mm -hmm. 3, I read it with such grace. So, mm -hmm. like, he could, like, I know some people may be like, he came out of everything came out of nowhere and said where are you but i feel like he was seeking them because he already knew what happened at the end day so he was like where are you like what have you done like what's the tone you're reading it it's the tone you're reading it like i read it as when i first read it i read it as he was angry yeah but it's like but she she informed me like no like you said he's intentional like this literally like carries on like with everything we sin we feel ashamed god is still seeking us like yeah. we sin we feel ashamed god's still seeking us like 
he will always seek us. Like, he will always go after that one sheep that ran from the herd. Like, he could easily be tending to the, He's the like, herd. He's like, get the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. he always has to go. He never leaves. He's the one that never leaves the one behind. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite worship songs. Yeah. I feel like another perspective to view that as is, of course, God knew where they yeah. were, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of implies that he was asking them, like, do you know where you are mm-hmm. right now? Like, mm-hmm. do you know mm-hmm. that, that you've been separated not in a condemning way, but it's like yeah. it's like I I I, I don't oh my gosh I'm getting I, I don't feel <laughs> Let it out, I, I don't feel I don't feel close to my kid no more. That's like that's like um a kid hiding in, in the mall, right? Mm-hmm. And, and your parents your parents know like when kids want to go hide and stuff yeah. like that. They're like oh he's a hider, right? And so right. Um, to ask for God if they were to if your parents were to know that you're hiding in that clothes rack over there, right? And um, they ask yo. Where are you? They're like, I know where you are, but do you know that that you're this this mm-hmm. this distance from me? And right. so, then you just uh, the the amount of of compassion and and for somebody who doesn't know that that they're not they're not able to know that I've been separated mm-hmm. from from my parent, right? Mm-hmm. And then the amount of sadness that comes with a parent that's like, I just want to be close to my kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want my kid to right. be with me. Right. And it's it. It's, it's it's really just let it out, man. I don't let know, it but it's, it's it's really it's really just so beautiful mm-hmm. just to think of of how much he really wants to be with us. Mm-hmm. You no know, it's crazy. No matter what, he's like a dad, bro. Like, bro. he's because a lot of times we're playing hide and seek with God. Exactly. He knows you. It's kind of like you're playing with like little kids. You don't know, look at like exactly. we're always trying to hide in reality. But the game we should be playing is really tagged. Yeah. And, you know, and you know when kids mess up, when they'll do something they can't, they'll mm-hmm. just be like. Like really mm-hmm. kind of shy to be like, or no, <laughs> or, be like, or I can we can use this as an example. That one year where we all just kind of like got into our puberty, like like yeah. we all like probably started watching porn, like doing some <laughs> wild ass shit. Yeah, we were yeah, just yeah. so mean to our parents. Yes. Like we were just kind of distant, mean. Yes. We just wanted to be in our room, not be away from them. Yeah. But our parents always knew. At least my parent, my yeah. parents always told me like they could tell like that basically like the innocence and purity that I had oh. when I was a child was gone mm-hmm. and. That's but that's caused by guilt and shame. But they also seek you too. Yeah, parents like, they seek you. So they be you? like, hey. Exactly. That kind of, you'd be like, what? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, and you that, watch the dishes. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. kind of one thing um, that I feel like you, we kind of learn on. We will we'll definitely experience a lot more when we're older mm-hmm. and we have our own oh, yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. And it's Full like circle. you get to that you get to that moment where you remember yeah. like the innocence and the playing with them as a child mm-hmm. and the innocence that they had mm-hmm. and how, bro. I'm telling you, like. When you graduated high school and you know and your mom sitting there crying, oh my gosh, it's just high school. It's just like it's just high school, yeah. but to them it's like you were like I watched you grow up and right. I watched you know innocence. <laughs> I watched yeah. innocence, like you said, innocence leave you, and I watched you go through all this stuff, and I just still see you as my child, my baby, and, that, and that's and that's just how God constantly sees <laughs> us. Oh, this is a this is a prison. My mom was just was this yesterday that we couldn't go there. Yeah. So yesterday, me, my mom was just explaining to us like her testimony, mm-hmm. and um, she said that I can't even because ex- my brother, you know, that just the path that he took before. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything's for a reason. She yeah. always says nothing is wasted. So the the path that he took before, she was like, I can't even explain to you guys the gut wrenching feeling of feeling like I lost him, like yeah. like I lost him, like there was nothing that I could do. I had to just let him figuring figure it out himself but it's like 
there was there was no other pain like worse than this she because probably, another pain that she also probably felt is that she failed him too. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, she definitely did. She'll mm-hmm. say that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. but like she just she would she could tell the separation. Like yeah. there was like extreme separation between mm-hmm. them two, and it's like it's because he never was able to. They were never never able to face each other. He was never able to face her, so he was never able to actually see that she was probably gonna be like, it's okay, like. It's all right. Like I still love you. Like come here. Yeah. Like like just like the story with the prodigal son. Like, when yeah. he came back home, he thought that it was his, party. Everything. It was a party. He thought his dad was about to be like, like what are you doing here? Like thought she took my money and left. Mm-hmm. As most people would be like, I thought you just wanted the money. Mm-hmm. But no, the dad literally saw him from afar, and ran out the house. He didn't even wait for him to come to the mm-hmm. house. He ran out the house because he saw him coming his direction. He didn't even like. He didn't ask no questions. He was like, he didn't even say like, what happened to the money this that day. He said we're throwing a celebration. Like, it's a party. Yeah, it's a party. He's with pigs too. He was at his low, and I think a lot of people like when they're at their lowest, it's, it's hard to come back, especially when you know you might have when you wrong that shame you wrong. You know you just know you wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. But it's at the same time, it's like like I said, God is a redeemer, a healer, but also the biggest forgiver. And I think with relationship. We go, once you learn a relationship with God, every, nothing is wasted. Like you said there, right? Every relationship on earth teaches you about God's love, right? So a friend, it shows you companionship, trust, you know, things of that nature. A significant other, love, intimacy, you know what I'm saying? Vulnerability, mm-hmm. a parenthood, protection. It helps you really understand discipline. discipline. It really, you're going to still like this many of your children, you know what I'm saying? Patience, you know, the babies be taught to but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it teaches you all stuff. Every time in your life, you know what I'm saying, just shows you how God is with us. And it shows that he's also very interpersonable. Mm-hmm. And so now that you can understand God from that lens, because I, I feel like every relationship you have, you should be able to look at the person you're dealing with and see God. Mm-hmm. That's how I try to look at it. Because mm-hmm. that's like, was, that's my brother. I was very blessed to have a very amazing, like, father or daughter, like an earthly father or daughter, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. love and experience so I feel like that really transferred into my relationship with God because I was able to not be a Martha but be a Mary mm-hmm. like I was able to just kind of like be a daughter instead of performance and it's like that's also very important yeah right. maybe a little bit <laughs> and I'm the complete opposite like I lacked a relationship with my father so I feel like that's why it's not easy for me to grasp onto that relationship mm-hmm. And I feel like people, like, in that sense, like, some people think, like, you have to perform mm-hmm. to get on God's good side, but he's already done. Like, right. he's already done when God, when he came on earth and right. died and yeah. went to hell on top of that. Did y'all know he went to hell and defeated hell? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. he just, I, I don't know why I didn't know that. Like, wow. I was very shocked to know. He defeated it. He literally went to hell and had a battle and defeated it. Yeah. That very is, intentional. That is beautiful. Because right. I would just cry just off the, the fact of him getting crucified on the cross. Just to take our sin. He had to literally bear our punishment. Yeah. Like the hell is a part of that. Yeah. But we're getting short on time, I so. I, I totally forgot we were recording. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Me too. Till next time, this is a good episode. We're going to have to bring her back. Yeah, yeah. Y'all do, y'all do. Right. Next time, next time I'll take it. Okay. You know, she was talking her stuff. You might not have seen her, but she was talking her stuff. Lovely lady, you know what I'm saying? But till next time, this is the Becoming Shameless Podcast. All right,